0: just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. I'm Roxanne Wilson. And I'm Taryn Soa, your social media sidekick. Excellent. And today we have a Special guest, a very special guest. Um, In fact, her name is Italia Hernandez, Italia Elena Hernandez. I won't let Taryn say that because Taryn can't say any names except for like (laughs) Taryn. True story. Hi, (laughs) Taryn. You are. And Italia is pretty fantastic. Um, She is a messaging guru. Um, uh, Gosh, it was a couple months ago we were looking for someone for us. And Mm -hmm. I got to give you credit, Taryn, you found Italia. Yeah.
1: I hunted, I hunted and hunted and she popped up and I'm like, I'm going to message this gal.
0: And the rest is history. She's been working on our, our messaging. It will be evolving soon as it's all finished, but what she's done already is fantastic. And actually yesterday she met with, um, well, I mean, it's there, but we just haven't unveiled it. Yet, I should say, but um, she just met and with social stories members and we had an amazing, amazing session. Um, in fact, She talked a little about messaging for network markers, but then went even further and uh, she evaluated their social media live right there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was so good. So I thought we should definitely have her on the podcast because uh, you know what? Your messaging may be a little off. Maybe what you're saying and what you're showing is not actually growing your market. It's not actually attracting the the team members and the business partners and the the customers that you want. So we thought we'd bring her on so you could... uh, delve into that a little bit. We'll be right back. Natalia, you're already
2: dancing. This is going to be quite the podcast. How are you? And welcome. Hello. I am great. I'm excited. I have my coffee. I'm ready. Oh my gosh.
0: Taryn, I have to tell you something really quickly. So we're sitting there um, doing the special um, uh, Mastering Your Messaging with yeah. the social stories members. And she says, guys, I need to hang out just one second. The doorbell rang. My coffee's getting delivered. And she came, I cannot make it up. And she grabs her coffee. And one of the social stories members is like, nice. Dunkin' Donuts. So good for you. I'm a
2: Dunkin'. It's cold?
1: Girl. Like by the time I get it to you? Or are you drinking cold coffee?
2: No, it's very close to me. I can see it from my um building. And I just don't want to go outside. Hey. That's great. very it's very warm.
1: <laughs> you know, I work from home, so I can't complain because I get the, like, I don't want to go anywhere. So I bought an espresso machine and just make it at home because I'm like, I'm not going out there.
2: No. It's- where do you live, Italia? I live in New York City. I live in the Lower East Side. Oh, okay. I live- so it takes work to get there. It
0: does, I mean, it takes work for me because I'm lazy. Okay. Fair <laughs> but you know what you're not lazy about? You're not lazy about messaging. You are on point when it comes to messaging. And I'm really curious because, and I and I intentionally... Not that I would think anyone thinking, any, but I think it's important to say, I intentionally um, talked about the elephant in the room before we started yesterday and today as well, too. I'm going to say it. She is younger than than a lot of us, all of us right here on the podcast. And so <laughs> I'm kind of curious, Zillennial, that you are. And yeah, look that up, y'all. Zillennial, it's a thing. It's
2: a real thing. It's a real thing.
0: How did you become such an
2: expert on something in, with such youth behind you? Oh, my goodness. I have never been asked this question before, so I'm actually really excited to answer this. Um, Honestly, I've just always been really interested in it. So like, you know, my story is that growing up, I was always really good at writing and I didn't realize until I was like almost, at. actually I didn't realize until like I was about to graduate college that I could actually make a living, like a real living off of writing. I thought that I had to be like J.K. Rowling, you know, to make any money (laughs) writing anything. Um, And then, you know, it was kind of like, experimental I was I started off writing Facebook ads which I had never done before then I did email sequences I did sales pages um, and what I eventually discovered was that I love writing but what I really like to do is all of the research behind the writing um, I think I told you when we first when we first had our initial call that I like get just, lost in the research in a good way, in a good way, like lost, but with purpose. Um, So I think it's a combination of just really being excited about what I'm doing, really enjoying the research process. And also I wrote like every single day for two years, I was really, really intense about it. So I was able to get a lot of experience in a short amount of time. I didn't just want to like read about what I was supposed to do. I just wanted to kind of go out there and do it like trial, trial by fire, kind of like, just throw me into the flames and let's see if I can come out.
0: Wow. So you, have you always worked for yourself then?
2: Um, I have not always worked for myself. I mean, like, you know, when I was 16, I worked uh, at my mom's office, but then, but then hold on, I have never actually had a real job. Okay. Let me
0: rephrase the question. When you graduated (laughs) from college, have you always worked for yourself?
2: Um, I had an internship. And then I had like a, like a contractor role at a boutique ad agency. And then I had like a, a, an almost quarter life crisis. And then I began working for myself. (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, if everyone wants to do the math on life crisis, the quarter life crisis, she wasn't quite 25 and she had a life crisis. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's a thing these days. (laughs) It's a thing. I just want everyone to be, (laughs) be aware of that. So, okay. So and hence, first of all, I want to give you kudos to realizing your passion, figuring it out and never having to work for yourself, work for anyone else. That's amazing. Like, seriously, that's huge. Um, when you, and I, and I, I, you've worked with all sorts of different clients and all sorts of different genres. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, for sure. Especially because I was working as like a, a freelance copywriter for a lot of like different like online agencies, mostly Facebook ads agencies, and they have a ton of clients and like. Coaches, e-commerce, fitness, like religious uh, base coach, it, like everything, everything.
1: What was the craziest kind of niche that you had to write for?
2: the The, the religious coach. It was. It was. She was a pastor that had a um, a coaching program that taught other pastors how to um, write their weekly like sermons. Oh yeah. But like, but if you do it in a certain way in that they wouldn't be like stressed out the entire week. Cause you know, like the way that her target audience was the pastor that was like in a small town, felt really isolated, was super, super busy. They filled in a lot of roles as a pastor and they had, they had, they had families as well. So um, they were just struggling to like write these sermons and also be insightful and impactful with their messaging. Um, It was, it was really interesting. Like to this day, I still remember, I think it's so fascinating.
0: it's so
1: crazy because it's like literally everything can be online these days like i just was working with a client earlier this week and she told me she got a new facebook ad client and it's um a covenant covenant of nuns and they want her to do her tiktok videos i was like please let me see
0: all of these i literally what is that that's amazing (laughs) I think everybody wants to see those. That's amazing. I'm, I'm getting little sister act vibes all of a sudden. Like that's what I'm seeing. I'm just saying. Um, okay. So network marketing though, that is something. And I love, and one of the things I think at first, cause I was like, Taryn, does she know network marketing though? Cause I don't want to teach her network. Like does she get it. And you'd had network marketing clients, which was so fantastic. But you know, as you even describe the, um, the, pa- the, pa- the pastoral coach you were helping out with, what I love is that you're able to like break them down, and it's almost like you're back there, like you're putting on there. This is my role play, and and you know, begin scene, which is fantastic. <laughs> I want you to give it to us like down and dirty for network marketers. I'm not about sugarcoating anything because you know life is sugarcoated, so we just give tough love, as as you know. Um so, you. This is great. <laughs> so when you think about the network marketer, why do you think a network marketer is struggling so much with getting? clients are getting team members when they're on social media?
2: Um, So I would say the number one struggle that I'm seeing is that they just don't differentiate themselves. They really, you know, I I think the good thing about network marketing is that it, it gives a lot of people the opportunity to get a taste of what it is to run a business. But I think a lot of them sort of fall short in seeing themselves as a legitimate business owner if you want to make real business owner money, then you have to act like a real business owner. You can't just, you know, take everything that's just given to you. And it's the same thing that everybody else is getting. And then just post exactly what everyone else is posting and expect to stand out. You, it's not as simple as, you know, okay, I'm getting a business in a box. You're getting like a starter kit maybe, but then you really have to go and like really level it up. Um, and I really think that that is the issue. A lot of people, you know, they they think of it as like an easy way to get started, but then they don't put in the work that they really need to in order to, like, to differentiate and to really make that into a business that can support their lifestyle.
0: Y'all, Rocks Talks, the podcast for network marketers, may be on pause, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. However, I am still rocking it, actually, Monday through Friday on Rocks Talks, the Rocks Talks show. I'd love to see you there. Link is here. or Just look up Rocks Talks show on YouTube. You'll be able to catch it. Each episode is 16 minutes or less. Great for you to listen to while you are, I don't know, cleaning out your closet, while you're working out, while you're in the car. Um, It's Girl Talk. Uh, Let me be that person giving you just a little bit of encouragement, letting you know what what they're talking about around the water cooler, if there was still a water cooler, and much, much more. I'd love to see you there. Check me out at Rock Rocks Talk Show or if streaming live wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. So it becomes spam because people see the same thing over and over again on everyone's social
2: media. Exactly. Yeah, and then um, you know a lot of the marketing tactics that are being taught or passed down are ineffective. Maybe they, maybe they worked ten or fifteen years ago, but they don't work now people are savvy now people get it now right so if you slide into their dms with without building any type of rapport they're not interested in what you have to say i mean i get dms like that all the time i don't even open them um even like the regular not as educated consumer is still smart enough to see kind of where you're going with it right so instead of again just taking what you're being handed down, um, you really have to make the effort to do your own research, to invest in yourself, to put in the work, to really find out what what is going to work for you specifically in your business and what's going to help you achieve your goals as a network marketer.
0: You know, that's so profound. And I I love what you said about like what worked 10 years ago when you were in diapers doesn't work anymore. And I think what's interesting about (laughs) that is that I can think of so many network marketers that I know that have been in the business. And now looking back, it's probably been 10 years since they've been in but they're still doing the same thing or clenching to that. So when they hear another strategy, they try it for a little bit, but they're like, but I really just want to spam. I really just want to talk about my business all the time. Like in in a way that's just so like, okay, she's going to talk about her business again. Here it is. And yeah. I, and I think I understand it's like a blanket. Like, did you ever, are you familiar with the, the cartoon called Charlie Brown?
2: Okay. Yes, I've never seen it, but that was my choice. But but I know what it is. <laughs> okay.
0: So Linus was uh, was his his friend. It was his friend, right? Linus was the friend. Well, Charlie his Brown was. Sister was. was what was <laughs> that? Friends. I said, well, Charlie Brown was the main character. So <laughs> yes. I guess Linus was his friend. <laughs> his dog was Snoopy. Yes, I know Snoopy. And, yeah, and then he had his sister was Lucy, who always moved the ball. But the blue Yeah, the blue. No, the girl with the blue dress was. That was his sister. Lucy was his sister. Yeah. She had like a crush on him. No, okay. she had a crush on, on the piano player. She had a crush on the piano player. Yeah.
2: Remember yes. the Wikipedia? Yes. The researcher's like, let me research this. Let me just figure this out for you. Come on <laughs>
0: now. I, I'm giving you like word here. As you Wikipedia My point is Linus always had a wasn't he the one with the blanket yes okay mm-hmm. and it was his blanket he wouldn't he would get let go of his blanket I feel like the old ways this is going somewhere everyone is listening I feel like the old ways is that crutch that blanket and so for a second you're like okay I'm gonna put the blanket down I'm gonna let my mom wash it mm-hmm. I'll let it go and it's like no I need my blanket yeah and, and they go just crazy that way just my that was my
2: your insight yeah. well I I would agree I would say the old marketing methods the ones that are I, I wouldn't even say that they're easier. It's just that you're more comfortable with them. You're more familiar with them. You've been doing it for so long or you, it was the first thing that you did. So it was the first thing that you became accustomed to, right? So yeah, it, that could totally turn into a security blanket for you. I've gone through something similar where I was so used to like getting my own leads and then like delegating that to somebody else was like really hard for me. I had to let it go. And I mean, I let it go. Now it's great. Now it's amazing, but it was hard. It was hard. It, it takes... You know, you have to push yourself, but that's just part of not only business, I think, but honestly, that's just part of life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're a wise sage beyond your years. (laughs) So,
0: how does someone who's like, okay, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, Natalia? I realize that I got to step up my messaging. Mm -hmm. um, What would be the first step
2: you would give someone to figuring that out? So, normally, when I work with my clients, actually, you guys know this, cause on our sales call, I just immediately just jumped into the role-playing. Um, so I would suggest role-playing. Um, obviously, if you cannot, you know, immediately start working with a copywriter, then you can actually just role-play with yourself. Um, and you can ask yourself a bunch of questions. So what I would do is I would start with, you can put yourself in the shoes of your target audience. And you can ask yourself questions and um, those questions should be related either to pain points or desires or even just like demographics and answer those questions as your target audience. This is, I would say, easier to do with somebody else, but I can provide a list of questions if anyone is interested. Um, so just questions Again, like, you know, when they wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that they're thinking about? Um, When they're brushing their teeth, what are they thinking about? What kind of toothbrush do they use? What kind of toothpaste do they use? When they're looking at their reflection in the mirror, what are they thinking about? How do they see themselves? How do they pick out what outfit to wear? Um, You know, when they're going to work, like how do they go to work? Do they walk? Do they drive? Do they take the train? As they're going to work, are they listening to anything? Are they talking to anyone? Literally, like little questions like this until you are able to paint a picture of your target audience's day in the life of, right? A day in the life of the person that you want to be marketing to. You can do this to figure out how, where are they right now from an objective point of view, like, again, like just demographically. How old are they? What do they look like? What do they do? Um, Are they married? What's their education? Where do they live? And then you can also do the same thing with their pain points. What are they struggling with? What are they, you know, when, they, when they're falling asleep, when they're trying to fall asleep at night and they're just staring up at the ceiling, um, you know, counting the tiles on the ceiling, what are they thinking about? Why are they awake? Are, when they're looking at their phone and it's like 2 a.m., like what are they Googling? Like what are they trying to figure out? And then what do they fantasize about when they have that moment in their day where they have a little bit of downtime? What are they thinking about? Are they like, oh, if I could only do this or this. Okay. Like- I'm going to stop you because you're giving it all
0: the goods. And I <laughs> I want people, if they want that to like, you know, send you a note and let you know. So, but mm-hmm. this is so good. And I think the difference, and I think everyone's in a different spot. Like if you are starting your network marketing business and your goal is to make $600 a, a, a month, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to hire Italia to do this. I'm just going to say, like, it probably is not going to like, it's not going to make much sense to do that. but if you're someone who's like, I want a big team. I want to crush this. I want to show that I'm a leader. Then you might want to talk to Talia. And this is not like a sales pitch. I'm just letting you guys know this. But mm-hmm. here's the other thing I'm thinking. I love the idea that you had all those questions. I think they're very good. But I also know mm-hmm. that most network markers would be like, well, she she drives and she rides. It's a little bit of both. She has children and she doesn't have children. And so I think it's probably best do this with like find buddy up with someone and do it together and like hold yourselves accountable to the answers can't be all of the above. It's not everyone with skin. It has to be (laughs) somebody specific, but I, uh, but uh, I guess to tell you, my question for you is why does it have to be specific? Why does it matter that we answer these questions with specificity?
2: (laughs) So it's just what you said. Your target audience is not anybody with skin or anybody with hair or anybody with like kids or not kids. Like, you know, if you talk to everyone, you're really talking to no one. Um, and that's the issue when people like with their marketing, when they cast such a wide net, you're going to get a lot of trash to be honest. And I don't mean like people are trash, but I mean, like, if you're looking for like fish, you're going to get some, some trash in there. Maybe a shark, maybe a dolphin, uh, maybe a dead sea turtle. You don't want all that stuff. You just want a specific type of fish. Right. So that's why you have to be really, really, really specific. Um, you want to be, you want your messaging to attract the people that you want to work with and repel the people that you do not want to work with. Ooh, say that again. That, that'll that'll <laughs> preach on a Sunday. Say it again. Okay. You want your messaging to attract the people that you do want to work with and repel the people that you do not want to work with. Not everybody is your target audience. Okay. If somebody doesn't want to work with you, that's okay. That's good. It's good. That is a different
0: mindset. I think, don't you think Taryn? I do think. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I think that there's a scarcity mindset that's like, oh my gosh, but I have to get every, if I don't have everyone, it's not going to work at the same time. I know that you listening to this podcast right now have some team member that you're like, oh my gosh, if I had my druthers, she wouldn't be on my team. And you also have that. Oh my goodness. If I had to choose my ideal client, it wouldn't have been that person. But when we were thinking we've got to take everyone like scarcity that we just take anybody out there, Mm -hmm. you know, when Taryn decided to, um, take me on as a client, (laughs) she had choices. (laughs) (laughs) She said no to other people. And, and because of that, I mean, I think about you, I'm just giving you a Taryn as example you know, you'll sit there and go, my day is great. Not because I'm with Roxy. I mean, partially, but also because you get to choose your clients and who you work with.
1: Yes. But, and I know for me, in the beginning, you don't know what that looks like. So how, Italia, do you find like who your target like audience is? Can you go somewhere to research? Do you maybe like reach out literally to one of your past customers and pick their brain? Like, I like. I remember when I first started my business, I sat down and I went through the whole like workshop of choosing my ideal customer. And I kind of just described myself the whole time because I'm like, I don't actually know who I'm selling this to. I, I don't know. And I didn't even know where to look.
2: So it's definitely a process. If you have, if you have had past clients, then I would look at that first. Mm-hmm. Who did you love working with? Who were you like, I am never working with someone like this ever again. And who are the people who were like, okay, because there's always going to be people who are like, just okay. Right. But, but really focus on the people that like, that you really enjoyed working with that you got really good results for and think about where were they, where, where did they start? When we first began working together, what did we do together? And then what was the end result? And how did you feel about that process? Were you excited about it? I mean, you probably were if you got some good results, right? Because that's always very exciting and fun. Um, so that's what I would think about if you have past clients. And then if you don't have past clients, um, you could do what I did, which is that I did a little bit of everything. And I would assess how I felt about doing it, right? So like, I know now that I, I hate writing blogs. I hate you could pay me a million dollars per word and I still wouldn't do it. That's how much I hate it. I cannot. I cannot stand it but i love writing sales pages i love writing emails and i love writing ads took me a while to reach that point websites are so so i can do them sometimes they're fun sometimes they're eh right but i only figured this out because i did a little bit of everything and and then i stopped and i assessed how i felt and i and be honest with yourself if you don't it may be because you think that you are going to like something and then you do it and you find out that you don't like it as much as you thought you did it's it's okay that that's going to happen happened to me um So that's what I would suggest. If you have clients, look back on previous client experiences. And if you don't, do a little bit of everything and see how you feel about it. I think that's important because if you go through this exercise
0: and you just started, like you said, or you just first, for the first time you thought about it and decided, okay, my clients, I'm not talking to everyone with skin. Then Mm -hmm. it's a matter of allowing yourself to make some serious decisions and answer these questions Mm -hmm. and saying, I'm going to try this. Maybe this is going to be my target, market, my target audience for 90 days. I'm going to go all into that and see yep. how it feels and allow myself to then allow. Do you like that, Taryn? That's her word of the year. And then allow myself to tweak that as it goes, you know, in 90 days. If I didn't like it, if I didn't feel like that's what
2: it needed to be, then change it again. So yes, you're allowed to change your mind. It's okay to change your mind.
1: Yeah. But like how, so on social media, do you like pretend like you're talking to her?
2: Directly. Um, so wait. So you mean like when you're look when, when you're experimenting with different audiences?
1: Yeah, like when you're finally like you decided like this is your target customer and this is who you're talking to. Like, mm-hmm. do you kind of position your messaging directly to her.
2: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So, again, this goes back to what I just said before. You want to make sure that your messaging is attracting the people that you want to work with and repelling people that you don't. So, um, you know, let's say you're talking about, sorry, let's say that your target audience is is teachers. Right. There are very specific things that teachers experience that can be um, that can be an experience that not a lot of other people can relate to. Um, so if someone is reading your content and they're like, okay, I just doesn't sound like me. I don't relate to this. Um, then that's great. That means that they're not your person, but then a teacher will read your content and be like, oh my God, this person like is me. Is she a teacher also? Like, is she going through it? Like, are we both going through it together? Um, and you want that you want someone to read your, your, um, your, your copy and be like, oh my God, like she's like in my brain. Like she knows exactly what I'm going through. So yeah, your messaging should focus really specifically on again pain points, um, desires, all those questions I was listing off earlier. Use those to inform your copy, and you know let it be as spe- let it be as specific and insightful as you possibly can.
0: So what's interesting about what you said is I think that what we do is, and I've gone through a boot like I've gone taken members through a target market boot camp before, and they're like, okay, I know my person, but I'm not sure that we always. I don't know, sure that I always hit home or if they always continue to talk to that person in every aspect, as in all of your social media should be talking to that person, but also taking that one further and realizing that um, when you do DM someone, it should be in the same voice. When you're sending out any messaging, any email, everything should be in that exact same voice because there's something about being congruent, that makes a big difference to people.
2: Yeah. It needs to be, so your messaging needs to be consistent across everything that you do. It needs to be consistent in your ads and your emails, your website, your posts, your blogs, um, your podcasts, all your, all of your marketing, because it can be really jarring if you, if you go. So actually I've, I've had this experience before with another client where she had a facebook ad she had, so someone designed the facebook ad and wrote the facebook ad and somebody else wrote the landing page and designed the landing page and when these people were clicking from the ad to the landing page it was like two different businesses and they were com- they were they didn't buy because they were just so confused mm-hmm. that can be really jarring it makes you question like is this the same person um is she like really involved in her business, or is she just outsourcing a bunch of stuff? If I work with her, is she going to work with me, or is it going to just be someone else? It, it just it, it creates a lot of like these these doubts and questions in the audience's mind. Um, and you want to make it as easy for them as possible to talk to you. I
0: think it could also gaslight someone too. Like, gosh, I guess I understood that incorrectly. <laughs> like that's no, for her. sure.
2: You do not want your message to be misinterpreted. Make it really, really easy and simple. And you know where I feel like people do this. Oh, go ahead, Taryn.
0: Go ahead.
1: I was just going to tie it into like why we teach having a hero product that is going to tie so well with also having like your target market selling them one thing. And you're not like a good example. So maybe they're following you on social media and you're talking all about 10 different products. Like your message is unclear. And you're like, well, what action do you want? Your target audience probably doesn't need all 10 products.
2: Exactly. And also if you and everyone's mom and everyone's dog is selling the same 10 products, it's hard to stand out. But if you just choose one that could actually like help you lean into a unique selling point. It's like, you know, I specialize in this one product. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I have a client, Nancy Wild. She's been on, um, she's been on the podcast before and we call her the collagen queen. She's in a company that has, I don't know, one, oh, I asked them the other day cause I coached her team did a private coaching offer team. And I'm like, how many products do you guys have at Um, I think they have like 128 products or something. Oh and I did a whole training on hero product. I'm like, okay, now I want you guys to like shed all that. And also for those of you who have companies that now are saying hero product, your hero product does not have to be your company's hero product. They might say that it's one thing, but if you sell the bejeevers out of, and you're passionate about like toothpaste, sell the dang toothpaste. Um, you know, passion sells. Yes. My biggest pet peeve passion sells. So that's so good. That's what, that's all about you. That's who you are. But my mm-hmm. biggest, um, I think where this is really indicative where people do that bait and switch unintentionally yeah. because they just can't help it themselves is with reels because they know that, oh my gosh, Instagram loves reels. So let's follow the latest trend. Let's talk about, let's do, let's do a dancing reel. Cause this dancing dance is so popular. And then my page is about how much I hate dancing. Like, yeah. <laughs> We so want to get on the bandwagon of I got so many views on my reels that we miss the the important step of making sure that your reel is something that would actually talk to your target market, even if it has fewer views. Because those people who watch that reel need to come to your page and go, that is the same person.
2: That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's you know, you can have a thousand views and that's cool. But if nobody buys your product, then all you have is a thousand views, right? If you have 50 views, but then 10 people loved it, really uh, like went to your page, aligned with all of your messaging, and they're like, I'm going to buy this right now. That's better. Amen.
0: I think that's a huge piece. And I know people are like, she's saying that again. I am because you didn't hear me the first time. That's that's all. (laughs) So, Um, Atalia, so I think that we all need to remember too that what you're talking about is not something that's overnight. This take even the first round iteration takes time, and I also know, as you know as well too, that that a network marketer is not just doing network marketing; they're doing something else. It could be that they are working outside of the home. They could be working inside the home. They got stuff to do. So, I'm just wondering, how valuable is this really? Can can I just have a network marketing business and not go through all this? Because I want to make sure that I'm selling, selling, selling. Like, do I really need to do this?
2: Well, this goes back to what I said earlier. If you want to have a real business and you have to treat it like a real business. So yes, you need to do these things. Very simple, straightforward answer, but yes.
1: (laughs) I think that's what people need to hear. It's not like, oh, well, no, you have to do
2: it. If you want it
1: to be a big business, Mm -hmm. you're going to put in the work because otherwise, why is someone going to follow you on social media and hang out if you're just posting what Sally Sue is also posting?
2: Think of it this way. And this is actually an insight that I arrived at when I was in my teenage years. But if something was easy, then everybody would do it. Okay. If being really successful at network marketing was easy, then everybody would be a network marketer. Right? So yes, it's very, I think it's great network marketing because it gives you the ability again to come in and, and really start your own business. But just like anything else in life, it takes work. It's not like okay, you just like sign up and bam, you, you know, I mean? you're making ten thousand dollars a month or six hundred dollars a month or whatever. You have to put some real time and effort into it. You have to really invest yourself into this. I love this so much. I think, <laughs> I think we've soaked up
0: all of the knowledge we can get from you in one podcast. But <laughs> that is okay. Don don I mean, so yeah, of course, social stories members, you already got a taste of Italia and. Um, those of you are listening to, I'm sure we'll try and bring her back again if we can like, we can bribe her to do that. But, um, but for everyone, she's coming to done as Taryn just, oh, wait, 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 (laughs) wait, wait, no, no,
2: we're clapping.
0: I feel like the point is gone. Yeah. No, but
2: hang on. (laughs) I'm holding on to it. I'm I'm holding on to it. Hold on to
0: it. She is going to be one of the speakers at the Social Media for Network Marketers Summit, the third annual one, coming up on March 1st through 3rd.
1: <laughs> People watching us on YouTube, we're doing very crazy moves. And I'm also turning into a ghost, like, before your eyes. I'm like, the light that you hear. Is oh, yeah, the light's coming
2: up. Very <laughs>
1: pale.
0: I'm like, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> So the point of the matter is the summit is coming back. You guys, you've been asking for it. Yes, it's coming. I have to admit, I was like, I don't know. How can we top the second one? Because I didn't think we'd top the first one. But we are really excited about this one. It's really honed in because my vision and my focus has honed in even more. So this is definitely going to be for the person who, well, Taryn, who is it for?
1: It is for Stella, who... (laughs) So Stella is our target audience, you guys, just so you know, yes, that's her, but we are hosting this summit again for someone who's been in network marketing for a little while, but they're ready to like really jump into, I don't want to say just Instagram, but we're really going to be highlighting, like, how can you grow your business on Instagram and you can still weave in Facebook because Facebook is still important. Uh, Meta is still there. So (laughs) We'll be talking about that too, but it's going to give you very specific action steps of how to get started. And we, I'm so excited about like our plan too, because we have laid it out. Social stories has a blueprint and we're letting you guys into the blueprint a little bit. Like we're welcoming you in and giving you some secret stuff.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. And yeah, I love that you said that. So because if you're someone who's been in social stories and you're like, I'm jamming this, this is not for you. I'm just letting you know. Not it's you. not. But if it's for if you're someone who's like I, I dabble with with Instagram, I it, there's a lot going on. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I want to grow my network marketing business. I'm in it to win it. We are going to actually literally uh, during the summit take you through the first few steps. Uh, um, stages of the social media success blueprint for social stories. So you can understand what it's all about and leave going, okay, aha, I now know how to have Instagram be that place like the bar where I can meet my significant potential other and sift through and, and really, you know, have a lasting relationship of any kind you like with someone. And you want
1: to know what the best part is out of all of this? Uh huh. It's free.
0: Oh yeah, it is. I that thought matters. it was, like was gonna be there, but okay. Yes. I mean that's is. the second best part. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be there and Roxanne will be there. It's gonna be fantastic. And we have some new surprises and things. So, anyhow, that is coming up. If you go to the podcast page, which happens to be Rox Talks Podcast, you'll see information about that, honestly, because I can't remember the name, the, the website. It's long, <laughs> I can't remember it. So just go there. Um, or go to social media. Stories membership.com and you'll see it's splashed on the cover of that. Does that sound good? Is that fair?
1: Sounds good. We'll put it in the show notes. We will make sure you know. You guys are the first to know it's not for another month. So you you will know the URL. Yes.
0: So we typically um, do something called behind the scenes. And I think we should invite you to do it with us if you like, Italia. We take a moment at the podcast and we, after, after the meat of the podcast is done and just talk about what is going on in your life right now. Today, just for reference for everyone, is the 20th of January, so um, Italia, do you want to start? What's going on in your life? What are you up to? Do
2: you mean in my life, business wise or personal? Per- Anything
0: personal you want to share? It's totally up to you. Okay, I'm buying a house. You guys, <gasps> it's stressful. <laughs> what? <laughs> I did not know this. That's exciting.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably the most biggest thing happening in Italia's life currently. It's, um, huge.
0: it's huge. Congrats! Are you going to stay in the? Well, it's a house.
2: So you're not staying in the city. No, we're going, I never thought I would say this. So I was born and raised in Brooklyn, you guys. Okay. And like, I want to like die. I'm going to be buried in New York city, but we're moving to New Jersey. And I'm actually really excited about it. (laughs) Okay. Because we're getting a beautiful house and has a beautiful yard. And I just keep imagining my two buddies running around having fun. I have two rescue dogs. They're both from, they were both saved from the, um, the South Korean meat trade. One of them is named Violet. The other one is named Valerie. They're both my children. I love them so much.
1: <laughs> I can't say it's Violet.
2: Oh. <gasps> I love this. I love this dress. Right, it's it's right here, this is everything.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
2: so, yeah. So I, that's the biggest thing happening um, in Italia's life. And um, that really is the biggest thing happening. Well, that's, that's huge. You're, that's huge. When it's, do you
0: move? In July. Okay, so you're doing all the stuff, but you've already found the house. It's all about closing. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in, in the process. We are in the
2: process. It
0: is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be so worth it. So um Jersey is the place where you can't pump your own gas, isn't that right? I
2: think that's correct. and I love that because I don't like pumping my own gas.
0: I don't either. I hate pumping my own gas, my own gas. So I love that. Hang on, my family is trying to bug me. No, you cannot <laughs> you, fam. Not new. Podcasting um, fam. <laughs> So I love it. Well, congratulations. That's so great. Thank you, thank you. Hey, I like, um, Taryn, are you going
1: I'm really have to get ready because when you're going through this, that like you need like the blood of your firstborn child. So I'm just gonna let you know you should probably get that prepared.
2: I've already, I've already given them everything I have. <laughs> good, good, good.
1: good, good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you think, but there's something else. I'm just <laughs> you're gonna ask for something. I was gonna be like, really, you want that? Okay, here. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Taryn, you go next. What's going on with you? Yeah, so.
1: Uh, keeping it on the home theme, we have been redoing our upstairs house. Like literally everything has been getting redone. Last week on the podcast, I lied to you guys and told you our bathroom was getting painted white. And it's actually green. And I love it. It looks beautiful. I love that. It's like so spa-like in there. I'm feeling it. But this week, we are getting the final I think project for right now we're updating all the trim on like the doors so I feel so short in my home because they are so tall and like <laughs> and I'm loving it so that's kind of what's up on our front and my husband's going to be going back to work soon so I'm going to be like solo momming some days so I just yeah. might need some some prayers
2: some vibes some b- strong some vibes, vibes. Wait, can I ask how tall you are? Now I'm curious. I'm 5'5". Five five. Um, I'm also 5'5". Five five. Roxanne, how tall are you? How tall do I look in your mind? Well, you have a very strong presence. So in my head, you're like 6'10".
0: I know. That's what I <laughs> tell everyone. That's so true. Everyone thinks I'm taller than I am. And I, I've always said that's because I have a big personality. Like That's just my answer. So uh, thank you for like affirming me with that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm 5'3 and some change. Oh my All God, right. you're than me. I know, <laughs> isn't that great? I can never be a um, a Rockette because you have to be 5'9". Oh yeah, and yeah, i, I We're all out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I was in my radio days, we had the Rockettes came into town. We interviewed them, and we took pictures next to them. And I was like, "Gosh, this is a way to feel like really not the best about yourself." But it's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for me, behind the scenes, okay. So, I, you know, we're on this this like rebranding of. Rocks talks and all things, which is part of Italia being part of. She was the first step, and the second step is really um, the photo shoot, which I think I've told you guys is coming soon, February first. When you're listening to it, it, already happened, but and I'm sure there'll be something on social. But now it hasn't happened yet, and so this weekend is like last weekend was the only time. And when I, I I'm tell you, I don't like the word busy. I don't use it, but my life is very epically full, and so it was <laughs> the only time that I could go. And I'm going to tell you this whole story to go to. Um, Nordstrom, because we're trying to decide different things. And our photographer's like, you knew Rent the Runway. I'm like, I've never done it before. And I haven't tried on clothes for a while. And that could go epically wrong. We're not going to let that happen. So I I have a um, personal shopper at Nordstrom who I've had for years. And I got her through my network marketing company had this, when I was doing network marketing, had this, like I earned this $1,000 shopping spree. And so she was the person they put me with, and then I've been with her ever since. And I've sent Scott to her, Rochelle, when she comes into town because Phoenix has horrible Nordstroms, and we have like five. I have three within I don't know four miles of me, and so uh, yeah, I'm a big deal. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, um, I I texted her well before and said, "Are you gonna be there?" And she's like, "I have PT." Yeah. She, anyhow, she told me she'd to be there on Sunday. We set up an appointment. My girlfriend's from the gym. Um, because we don't see each other as much anymore. They were, I'm like, you want to come with me? They're like, Yes, project. They're all exciting. Okay. So it is Saturday night. And she texts me and she says, Yeah, I'm not feeling well, I won't be in tomorrow. Um, is there any time else, other time you can do it? And I said, Well, I can't I can't do it during the week because with all my schedules, like I'm not done until seven and she's off at seven. So I'm like, Can you start sending me some pictures? She's like, No, no, you need to try it I'm like, Well, I just, I just want to get like a look, I want to get a feel. And so the next, but I so we this conversation continues till the next morning, and I'm I am saying to her, I hope you feel better and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, um, I said, well, I might have to go in on my own, like on Monday or something, because I've I had Monday off. That's the only time I can like take a look. I'm going out of town to see my family this weekend. Okay, so anyhow, something told me. I'm like, huh. There's just something that was just off. Like we have to listen to our intuition. We know, we know, we know. We see through bullshit. Oh, Sorry, y'all kids. Um, but I, <laughs> so I go there. I, I text my girlfriends that morning. I'm like, okay, she's not going to be there. Should we go anyway? They're like, yes, let's go anyway, Roxanne. So we go and my friends, Tana and Tasha. And so I'm standing there with Tana and Tasha and we are trying on the first dress, which, which Italia girl, if you see this dress, It is like fire and a hand basket all together. I don't know. That's a new phrase. Um, And so all the kids are saying it. So I'm sitting here in the dressing room. I'm in the dressing room. That is the same dressing room that I'm always usually in. It's nice and big. And when we walk in there first, this woman comes up and says, oh, is anyone helping you? And I'm like, no, because I feel kind of bad because I'm like, I'm not going to buy. I told myself, I'm not going to buy anything right now. I'm just Mm going to try some things on. And then I'm going to touch base with my girl. I almost said her name. Anyhow. Mm I'm in the dress and I'm in the dress standing there next to the mirror. And all of a sudden my, she walks by the one who's sick.
2: I knew that this is going to happen. Right by, oh, my goodness.
0: Walks right by here. You can, I'm going to show you that dress. Tell me that's not fire. Ooh. yeah. Okay. So she walks by and she's like, Oh, hi Roxanne. I'm like, I go, I say your name. She's like, Oh, um, yeah, and I go wait. I thought I mean, you know, I'm like, you're not working today. She, oh yeah, I, I I was feeling better this morning, and so I had to come to work. I was texting with her at eight something. Oh no, give me a freaking break! So she walks by because she's helping someone else, and I'm like in shock, and I don't want to be rude either, right? So I'm like, I and know. my friends are like, is that who's that? I'm like, that's my that's my personal shopper. Yeah. And they're like, wait, the one who said she was sick? And I'm like, shh. <laughs> She walks back. I'm still standing there being a girly girl in the dress, going, I love it. I feel so good. <laughs> and she's like, she goes, yeah, you know, she said, um, so then she goes into, so did you fi- have you found something you like? And I go, I'm I'm working on it. And then she leaves and she never comes back in that dressing room. We're in there for another like 30 minutes trying on things. She didn't her her ass, sorry I said that <laughs> didn't come back to that dressing room at all.
2: Um, not- I would had- be mortified if I were her.
0: She should be, but she's oh, not yeah. texted me to apologize or anything.
2: Wow! Literally one star would give zero stars if I could. So rude. I am hella not impressed. Yeah, unimpressed. So,
1: also, like lifetime person. Like you would have. She's your girl.
0: She's been my girl for like years. I mean, I maybe-
2: so like like offended and heartbroken and like frustrated, like and all all the all the all the negative emotions.
0: I was feeling that. I w- I walk back in the dressing room and I could see my- hear my girlfriends outside like going oh my god, and I'm like. I can, you know, you have a choice. You have a choice all of the time. You can decide to let something get you down and ruin your experience. Or you can say no. And I thought to myself, you know what? You're here in a pretty party dress. You've got your great girlfriends that are out there. You're we're working through it. I'm like, no, she's not going to bring me down. Not going to happen. That's right. And maybe she felt that not today, Satan vibe. And that's yeah. she came back into the dressing room because I never saw her again. <laughs> And then you better believe the girl who was, who did open the dressing room. I'm like, you are helping me. And I said, you're going to get this commission, right? She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. And I'm like, great. Get that commission. Big deal. Big mistake. Huge mistake. (laughs) I felt like I was, that's my pretty woman moment. (laughs) But
1: you did get your outfits.
0: Oh my gosh. I got my outfits. I'm very excited. And it's going to be epically wunderbar. We have the locations. Thank you, Taryn. Um, We have, I have my, uh, Scott's coming with me with Baylor. So Baylor will be in the, my dog will be there. So that was important. Yeah. Like she needed
2: to be there.
1: She needs to be in the
0: brand photos.
2: She's part of, she's the brand. I mean, let's be real. So I also need to see images of these pets that you two have. It's very critical. I I, I will send an email. In our exclamation point email chain. Yes, in that one. Keep
0: talking. I'll be back.
2: you getting a dog? Oh, yeah, I'll get her.
0: Keep
1: talking. I'm looking because I'm like, I see a cat tail.
2: Both of my dogs are right there. like, But they're too big to carry. I probably would just have to move Mike.
1: <laughs> just this, the tour. I have two dogs and two cats. So uh, I'm only down here with the cats right now.
2: Get my babies. Okay. Oh my goodness. This is
1: exclusive content. If you're a podcast listener, head over to our YouTube channel.
2: Oh my gosh. Is there two? I only see one. Yeah. Uh, this, so this is Violet. Hi, Boo. You, you look, what, look, what happened? How are they going to edit this? Guys, I'm
0: sorry. No, this is exclusive content. I'm literally, oh, my, oh my gosh. What's happening? No, we're supposed to keep talking about something important. Yeah. I leave you for one second. Okay. Yeah, if you want to see this, you're gonna to have to come to the podcast page or on the YouTube to see the dogs. Okay, <laughs> you show yours and I'll show mine. Okay, so so I was just showing the world my boo. This is violent.
1: <laughs> oh, the,
0: the best really? yawn just happened, y'all. And you can see the city. So if you want to see little New York City, yeah, I wouldn't go down to Dunkin' Donuts either if I and was no, that it, high up.
2: And this weather is like not cute. And then this is, hi, Valerie. This is Valerie. Hi, boo, Aww. say hi.
1: Say hi. Hi.
2: She's a little bit shy. Cute. She's like Hey, okay. okay. hi, Mama. Are you following me? Baylor. Baylor. <gasps> I know. She <laughs> takes your breath away. That's what she is. I love her so much. She's my She's best
0: a 2.84 pound Yorkie that is six and a half years old. She runs through this, mm-hmm. and she wears socks
1: for shirts.
0: She does. What but she, she has really? some custom ones. My sister found a, a pattern online
2: and she made a custom one for a couple yes. of custom ones for. I love this. I love when when dogs wear clothes. It's like, yes. They're, Cause they're people too. I have so many photos to share with you guys right now.
0: <laughs> we have gone off the rails. Forgive <laughs> us if you're not, if you're still listening right now, I really truly appreciate that. That's all I have to say. But we're gonna wrap this up because are like, this is what what the point of the matter is messaging is great. Italia, how do we find you? And I'm going to just say, um, we'll make sure that th- this part shows up on the video a little sooner than this too. So people know how to find you. How do we find you? How do we get your great content? Okay. So you
2: can find me um, on my website, it's Italia Elena H.com, And I can, if I like type it out, we drop it somewhere so people can, we have them um, like, listen, we have Gerald, um, who literally like pop it up on the screen in this moment. Amazing. Uh, well, that's my website. You can see all of my fantastic work and you can also, um, either contact me like through the messaging form or book a call with me through my Calendly. I
0: love it. Thank you so much. This has been really helpful. Um, and it's been a lot of fun as well too. Yes. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. If you're still listening at this point, I mean, you just need <laughs> a little humor in your life and that's totally fine. We love you for that as well too. For people Don't too. forget, <laughs> so, yeah, What was that? Yeah, we're, we're, we are people too. We are people too. And dogs. And dogs too. Dogs <laughs> are more people. Cats are not people, but we will not go into that right now. So, anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Rocks Rock Dogs. Um, you're not ahead. You're not behind. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Knock, knock, who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest spe- sale special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise when you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. Steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails. It is officially here. And when you're the, one of the first 100, you get a special surprise, three bonuses and a deal. And also,